You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You guys want to talk about how the reigning Bayon de Or uh, we'll get winner? There. We'll get there. <laughs> it's on the agenda. There is no agenda. We have an episode about this. <laughs> we do have an entire episode about Kareem Benzema. That's Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast. Hey, oh gosh, I screwed up the intro. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A um, alleged version of the Touchline Media Group because we've got some allegations to talk about that apparently are just fine. I am your host, Asa, aka The Twig. I'm here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka The Stump. We are also joined by panelist and longtime friend, short-term lover, uh, Benny. Um, because we we all have to have an e sound at the end of our names. Uh, lover, you've been talking to my wife. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, wait. <laughs> we I don't think we could just gloss over that part. <laughs> no, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, this episode is brought to you by uh, Smith Workforce Management Group, Paramount Plus, whoever Blue Air decides to put in. And yeah, what did I agree to? What did you seek into these contracts? <laughs> eh, it's fine. Um, also, uh, I, I do want to say that Pabst Blue Ribbon, you're going to, you're going to sponsor us eventually, whether it's for a small amount of beer or a lot of money is up to you. Um, I assume you want to choose the small amount of beer, but, um, you know, we're going to get it it on the ground floor. Uh, you know, um, also I want to shout out Mike Valenti for, um, technically being the sponsor of the last episode. If you don't know who Mike Valenti is, you're not from the Metro Detroit area. Um, but he has a podcast on the Audacity Network or Odyssey Network or whatever. And they uh, sponsored our last episode. So shout out Mike Valenti. You're on my level. That's right. You're advertising <laughs> to my audience. How humiliating must that be, Mike oh Valenti? Um, we are also joined by, uh, from the 
uh, Bigfoot area of the country. Kev, uh, Kevy, I guess. Um, Ooh, Kevy. I, I yeah. prefer Kevy. That's nice, actually. Kevy <laughs> Case. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, so we are here to talk about, amongst other things, uh, soccer as it relates to the Americans in the world. But I do want to start out with a non-American. Because allegations have been leveled at a certain level. Um, and you need to address them as they come. Um, you know, it, it is not unheard of for people to win MVPs while under a shroud of questioning. Um, you know, certainly uh, the late Kobe Bryant had some allegations around him when he won his MVP. Um, OJ Simpson, I believe, won multiple MVPs. Uh, and now we can lead to that illustrious list. Uh, wait, didn't Patrick Kane win, win an MVP after he, like, I don't want MVP, crap. but yeah, he, he assaulted the crap out of a cab driver in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. And then won a Stanley Cup like eight months later. Yeah, I, th- I think that he maybe he won playoff MVP. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, now, uh, because up until this point, uh, soccer internationally had just been just a paragon of virtue. Um, <laughs> Cristiano <What>? Ronaldo. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what has a more checkered past this or like dog fighting. Uh, yeah, it's a question. The question. No, um, Mike Vick actually did jail time. It's this. It's this. That's true. That's true. get away with it. You get away people with care it. way more about dogs than humans. You can do whatever you want to people. But also true. Oh, especially in movies. <laughs> you know, like Independence Day, entire cities are getting leveled. I'm like worried about the dog, like running through the traffic. <laughs> I'm like, oh, not the dog. Yeah, because uh, people like, have you ever met a dog? And have you ever met a person? Right. Yeah, oh, I am, in I Am Legend, <laughs> all of those people had that coming to them, but the dog didn't. Oh, the poor zombie dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, just talking about what, what people have coming to them before we get to, you know, that. Um, there, uh, there was a, uh, like a message board genius. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that Twitter account. Um, yes. but, uh, but like, there was like something about like an Oklahoma fan who was like, you know, Texas fans, we, you know, and, and there are some Oklahoma fans who deserve this, but it's not all of us. We don't deserve to be mocked like this. And then like message board geniuses responded with, um, a gift from Unforgiven, which is a phenomenal film, uh, where Clint, uh, Clint Edwards, Eastwood. Dempsey, Clint Eastwood, um, has the, the quote, um, deserves got nothing to it, got nothing to do with it. And we all got it coming to us. And, um, that's how I feel about humans and not about dogs. So, uh, that's, that's what I have to say about that. Kareem Benzema won Ballon d'Or and Kareem Benzema blackmailed <laughs> it late after fucking his wife. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Uh, all of that is alleged. Don't at me, uh, French? Though? I don't think all of that is alleged. I think the, the some of that is confirmed. <laughs> the extortion oh. part, I'm pretty sure, was confirmed. As a podcast, we have now taken a position on human depravity and Kareem Benzema and assassination. Also, I'm pretty sure the blackmail thing was in 2015. So, you know, Ballandora may have just been waiting for a statute of limitations to <laughs> run out. Blackmail's fine six years ago. Yeah. That's, that was pre-pandemic. We basically wiped the slate clean. Society today does not exist as it, as it did before, and you can't be held uh, responsible for anything that you did in the old world. All right. That is legal advice. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, and the good news is that as it relates to various um, various uh, football clubs, um, 
That means debts acquired prior to 2020 no longer real. <laughs> account. Barcelona is going to dial up Smith work for his group. So, so is that, are, are you sure? Is, is, that how is, that, is that legally enforceable in Spain? Yeah. Is this a year of Jubilee? Yeah. It all go, uh, it all reverts. You did not sell that land. Uh, <laughs> let's let's be honest here. Barcelona's plan for recovering their finances is very clear. They're going after Shakira for her missed taxes, and they mm. think that's going to solve all of it. Uh, and killing you know, it's a low bar, but this may be our worst ever open. Uh, it's possible. It's 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 possible. Technically, we haven't started the episode uh, right. earnest yet uh, because like. We're still on the, the, the first joke, which means that we're not like, like normally we're like, hey, let's talk about the thing that happened. Um, but this time it's just, no, we, we, FIFA gave the Ballon d'Or to Karim Benzema. Um, but they gave a World Cup to Qatar. So, you know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like this is outside the pale. <laughs> It's not like, I oh, know this what FIFA's line is. Like, I want to know, like, they got offered something and they said no. They're like, no, we will not do that. Like, what well, is it's that? It's not human rights abuses, <laughs> so I don't know how probably, we can go. It's probably killing dogs. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've seen they're willing to kill humans. Like, just yeah. strictly speaking, like, if you wanted to get into it, like, I hate to reference 100-year-old movies right now, but, like, that scene in... Wow, nobody's going to get this reference. If any of you have seen the movie Metropolis, where the um, building scene turns into the Molech, where they're sacrificing humans to the god of whatever, um, it's a very famous go, scene. Go outside more. Uh, <laughs> Touch grass, bro. <laughs> if, you think, if you think that I've never watched the movie Metropolis while simultaneously sitting outside, I really need you to introduce yourselves to the hipster culture of Southern California. Um, <laughs> no, I guess that would be more of a New York thing. Like sitting in like Central Park watching a 1920s German impressionist film. Yeah, uh, I thought you were referencing like the massive homelessness in LA. I thought you were like laying on the cement, like watching your phone. No, he uh, actually goes to hipster coffee shops to watch uh, uh, 1920s German uh, impressionists. Strictly speaking, uh, Nick Adams says that hipster coffee shops are not the place to go. Um, Charlie Kirk has been cucked by Nick Adams, who is not Scott Adams. Completely different people. Same I, know two, I know one of those people because I like Dilbert. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It turns out the creator of Dilbert decided to get real into like the My Pillow land, um, uh, and mm-hmm. so now he's super fascist. And Sweet. like, yeah, I need political advice from my favorite cartoonists, <laughs> celebrities, <laughs> and cartoonists. That's who I want political uh, advice. From. You What's know what? The guy that the guy that draws Doonesbury is very disappointed to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy Nobody though about Doonesbury? No, nobody. It's doesn't make sense what's crazy about dilbert is that the like the central conceit of dilbert is that workers should have rights and capitalist enterprises are soulless killing machines and then for him to come out fully in favor of like trumpist fascism is just like a really weird thing like he would make a lot of sense as a communist who i hate not as a fascist i hate (laughs) is the way that i'll put scott adams anyways gino reyna played soccer today should we talk about that (laughs) no it's fine. Um, I actually want to start with with some news of the day um, and, and sort of like the, the way that like like to have some like meta commentary about like how we talk about soccer. Um, so one of the Fox like blue check marks um, who talks about soccer. I don't remember what, which one it was. I think it was Doug McIntyre um, tweeted out earlier today uh, from the time of recording. 
do Aaron Long's struggles mean that Tim Ream has worked his way back into uh, the picture? And my response was, nope. no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very short answer for you. The answer is no. Um, so I, I just wanted to sort of like uh, do that thing that we occasionally do where we pretend that something has merit, debate it, and then come back to the same conclusion that we always have. Hey, guys, do you think Tim Ream is going to be on the plane to Qatar? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Me. I hope so, but no. Uh, no, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, let's see. It makes I, no sense. Like That's like saying my intelligent free safety is hurt, so I'm going to sub in my outside linebacker. Like, yeah. What? Huh? I mean, strictly speaking, Michigan State did change their defense because one of their players got hurt. But yes, it would be like if you just decided. <laughs> it worked out. It did sort of work out. Um uh, dear is. listeners, I'm, yes, they went from not winning to winning. Don't worry about the caliber of the opponent. Um, Wisconsin's bad. I know this is the, the soccer half of the podcast, but we talk about how weird it is that Wisconsin is bad. Actually, you know, Wisconsin just migrated south. They are now Illinois. It's so sad how correct <laughs> oh. that is. Man, I, you know, what? of all the things we said on this pod that people haven't gotten upset about, telling a bunch of Wisconsinites that they're now fibs. Is going to get people real wound up. No, you know what's going to get me more wound up, wound up is the fact that Bert is the one that coaches that team. They let yes. Bert go, and now he's just moved down to Illinois. That is right. They have a running back. They run 35 times a game. They play good defense. They're coached by Brett Bielema. I mean, they're Wisconsin. Yes. And, and, and wait, does that mean Wisconsin is now Illinois? Uh, that seems like it. It's like transit really- property. It's like, yeah, like a really crappy version of like uh, one of those body switching movies that I can't think of a name of. At the Actually, moment. Wisconsin, Wisconsin is or, uh, Minnesota is now Iowa. So then Wisconsin has to be Iowa. And then somebody else has to be Minnesota in this situation. I think it's Purdue. And, and, and nobody like likes Charlie Nebraska. Day, all, you know, the Charlie Day meme with all the, the things on the wall and everything's describing that. Have you guys seen the, the the conspiracy theory that Pepe Silvia is Pennsylvania and he's just and it's it's just a very robust Charlie is illiterate joke? <laughs> no, like, but that makes sense. Like like the joke is because he keeps saying that all of these things are going to Pepe Silvia, Pepe Silvia, Pepe, Pepe Silvia, but it's actually Pennsylvania. And the other thing is and they keep talking about Carol in HR. Carol in HR. There is no Carol in HR, but it's care of HR. <laughs> Honestly, that makes a lot of sense. Like, it actually makes total sense instead of it just being like an unhinged rant about things that don't make sense. It's like, oh, no, no, no. it's just a robust illiteracy joke, of which there are many in that show. Um, although I guess he does have like a hallucination of a guy in a trench coat. It's always sunny. Now he owns a soccer club. A uh, different one does, but yes, uh, who outdraws MLS. Um, <laughs> yeah. who's got the, ML- the MLS uh, Twitterati got super pissed at that. Did you, did you see some of those? Uh, yeah, Twitterati. I mean, look, it's Matt Doyle at all. Is that a better way to put it? <laughs> yes. Um, because so apparently like Wrexham had like a FA Cup qualifier game that outdrew like decision day on FS1. Um. <laughs> And like people are like, maybe promotion relegation and actually promoting your concept like is important. And then the Twitterati were like, 
well, it was 8 a.m. People didn't actually watch it and it did no better than first take and like all these sort of things that are just like, dude, it did better than MLS decision day. Like MLS has like a serious problem because it's, there's a... It, it just doesn't make sense. They do really well as like a game day experience. They draw well and whatever, but nobody wants... Like I'm, I'm like their target demographic and I haven't watched an MLS game in like two months. Like... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably going to watch the game tonight when this, you know, when this drops. Like, I will probably watch El Trafico if yeah. I'm done with like coaching and my kids are asleep. Whereas, like, I will record random noon games of college football and be like, yeah, I sort of want to watch NC State Syracuse. Why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm probably, I'm one of the weird fans that's really looking forward to the Apple like whip around production. Just because it'll be great. Because, like, I don't have, like, such a diehard allegiance to a single team where, like, win, lose, or, like, substitutions, like, the game I want to watch it. But if you can give me, like, a red zone whip around of just, like, the ridiculous, like, imagine MLS After Dark with, like, four games going concurrently, and then you get to red zone all of it. Like, it's just good. It's not even be about the sport. It's just going to be like it's you know, it's good television. Like oh, yeah. it's it's exactly. the Gala- like the Galasso show works not because like there's something special about it. It's just like like you could honestly like you could do a whip around show of most terrible sports. Mm-hmm. Like you could do a whip around of Japanese college football, and some of us would be like. I'm interested. Yeah. Like <laughs> if it was in the off season and it was on DraftKings, people would watch. Hell yeah, yeah people would gamble on it for sure. <laughs> well, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. like part of that is the the intersection of like the the attention span of of America declining, uh, sports gambling becoming increasingly mainstream. So now it's just like, well, I don't want to watch like a game. I just want to see like my bets. Like I've got this like six six player touchdown parlay going. Like, I want to see these touchdowns. Like, get those on the screen. Yeah, it's, it all it's, fits together. Like, like if it, Detroit, it, if Detroit somehow got an MLS team, that might get me in. But like prior, like as of now, I'm only really interested in watching like relevant Americans. And these days they're pretty much all in in Dallas or Philadelphia. Yeah. Right. Like with a random watch those kids. Yeah. You watch Philly and Dallas here and there. And, but there's so many European games to try to get eyes on that. I don't know. Like it's just tough to turn on. Montreal v Chicago to watch Selena play. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, uh, like I, I could, actually, but what if I didn't? I watched <laughs> yeah. the Montreal Miami game. I was actually Montreal kind of cooked. I have not watched them at all this year, and I always think of Montreal from the uh, uh, Piatti days, where it was just like bunker, bunker, bunker. Pray to God he can do something on the counter. Yeah, um, yeah. That seems like actually like, pretty watch... coherent. Who well, Mahalovic might be an yeah. interesting prospect for the next cycle, but. I, I gotta tell you, good. I mean, Victor Wanyama like fits really well into that team. Like, I was, I was impressed with how well they played the ball. But can anyways. we talk about? I don't, I don't know that we've ever on this podcast talked about the Mihailovic um, Berhalter commentary. I don't know if you guys saw that. Like, like someone asked him, like straight up, like, "Oh, have you been in contact with Berhalter?" And he was just like, "No, not really," <laughs> and was just like super bummed about it, even though he has led the MLS and assists for like two years straight or something. This is going to sound, this is going to sound super weird, but like I'm almost looking forward to the world cup being over because I'm curious about the next coach (laughs) because (laughs) there's a new coach. Then you're like, 
there's going to have, they're going to have like different favorite players. There's going to be a different system. It's just interesting. Not like, obviously I'm still super excited about the world cup, but like, I don't know. I'm like the nerdy part of me is like already like, uh, you're the guy that likes college football recruiting more than college football winning. (laughs) (laughs) When I played Madden as a kid, I very rarely actually played games. Yeah. Um, but like, no, like I get it. Like, it's like, we've spent four years trying to figure out like how we're going to, how Greg is going to disorganize the opponent with the ball. And the answer was he's not. Um, I'm going to run around without my pants on. That would disorganize an opponent without the ball. Um, Well, I guess with two balls. balls. With the ball. (laughs) With two balls. Um, I'm supposed to have two? Wait, you guys Mm. only have two? Easy (laughs) way. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm sorry for for doing this. Don't cut um, anything. I, 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 yeah, no. Um, I appreciate. I, I, I gotta tell you, like, I, I have noted that the later we start, the goofier we are, and I, I think that's for mm-hmm. the best. Um, uh, for, for those of you like, wondering, when we're not right after a game, when there's something to focus, us like this is just like a midweek. We're all like overworked. We're all tired, so we're just like being just bizarre right now. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. Good, it's um, a good release. And like, don't talk about releases in front of Greg. He's already done that <laughs> pants on. Mm. So do we want to argue about XG and Jesus Ferreira or not? Nah? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm at that point now. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I'm just going to intro with this. Um, if any of you are concerned about which side of the aisle we're on, um, we're on the scuffed side. We really are. We believe in math. Nobody outperforms their XG on a long timeline except for like. Erling Halad. Halad. Uh, yeah, basically. Do you know that he has the same? He has his XG uh, is just that sideways eight infinity symbol, I believe. Yeah, he he actually has the same XG as Darwin Nunez this year, and has like seven more goals. Yeah, a lot more. Um, Uh, So like he also like in terms of betting, Erling Haaland is still the only person I think who is like consistently over minus two hundred to score in ever any match. Doesn't matter who he is. Like most of the time, you get plus odds, and Holland has been consistently minus two hundred or lower. It's crazy. There's been like no slowdown from the Austrian league to the Bundesliga no. to the Premier League. Just like you and yeah, it's insane. all him just dunking on people. Ever you know since what? his hat trick of hat tricks at like the U nineteen World Cup or whatever yeah. it was, the yeah. dude's just yeah. been an absolute freight train. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is, is that it's like you look at him, you're like how do we stop this? And it's like, well, you can be faster, but he's stronger, or you can be stronger, but he's faster. And oh, by the way, you don't have anybody who's either and as tall as him. And he's like the perfect club team player because his country sucks. So you don't really have to worry about him spending time with Norway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, 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 you know, who wants to go to Norway? I've actually never been to Norway. I don't. I don't know that I need to. Probably gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, I would love to go to Norway. There's fjords. Oh yeah, take a take a fjord, sit in Bergen. It's one of the oldest fish markets like in the world. Oh yeah, take a fjord yeah, cruise. Fjord. We, went ba- um, we went backpacking in Jotunheim National Park up to see the glaciers. It was gorgeous. We found one of the like seven Norway. Just gotta no, tell you guys, uh, no I, I, I I feel like the further north and the more syllable or the more um the more consonants in words, the less I feel welcome. Oh, that entire country speaks English. It's very easy. <laughs> That's not what he's getting at. Not what That's I'm not saying. What he's getting at. <laughs> that part of the he's world. He's saying he doesn't want a South American vacation in 1957. <laughs> Correct. 
He gets it. He gets it. Anyways, um, I don't fucking know what we were talking about. Right. Uh, actually, uh, Jesus Ferreira. Um, so Jesus Ferreira missed a sitter in a pretty like embarrassing fashion. Not like a sitter he missed when he was with the USMNT, where he like had to had a ball and he would have if he you know whatever. Um, it was just like a ball dribbled out to him, and he just how do I put this? Wondolowski did. I was gonna say oh, he, no, uh, no he, Wando made clean contact. He just kicked it like over, you know, you straight know up. Is, I was I was gonna <laughs> mighty ducks. <laughs> I was gonna mighty ducks one it. This is you know? Mulan when she throw when she shoots off the rocket and he yells, yeah. "You missed! How did you miss? He was three feet away." I, you know, I was gonna mention, I was gonna reference mighty ducks, and somehow I got uh, out obscured by a random uh, Mulan reference. <laughs> Although I still feel like I'm winning. I, in case you guys are wondering, I'm the only one on this on this podcast that doesn't have any children. Mulan's uh, outside of children. Interesting note: Mulan was referenced in a recent episode of Atlanta, okay. uh, which is it's a good show. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So Jesus Ferreira missed the sitter. He should have scored. It was so bad. I'm kind of in between. Like, not. I, I'm full on with like the XG matters and nobody overperforms or underperforms like i don't know like wildly so but there is a skill to finishing like when you watch some guys just have it and i don't mean to be mystical you know the indefinable it but when you're watching there's it's like when i, I watched the first pistons game tonight go pistons um when it certain guys put up a, now, baby yeah when certain guys put up a three it feels like it's going in and when other guys put up a three, you're like, that ain't going in. They're Shout out Caleb three. Houston. <laughs> yes. So my point being like certain strikers just kind of give you that feeling like they're going to scuff it off the ground and it's going to bounce and get into the top corner. Like Lewandowski or, you know, whoever. And then there's other guys you're like, he's just going to hit this right at him, isn't he? And Jesus Ferreira is giving me the latter vibes. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, uh, in light of the Pistons game, um, sometimes a player performs at a certain level um, and uh, they don't outperform it later. Right. And so like you, you say like, oh, their career um, finishing rate is X and, and they just are not going to overperform that. Caleb Houston got drafted into the NBA because people thought he was going to get better at shooting threes. Game one, over two from three. Shout out Caleb Houston. Uh, you did about as well for Michigan as you did for uh, Michigan's senior team, which is the Orlando Magic. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think. Well, I think Jesus Ferreira is not really a striker, right? He's like, like a like nine and a half. He's not really yeah. anything. Yeah, but nine. He's a second nine striker for a team that doesn't play a second striker. <laughs> like he's been productive all year, but it does just. <laughs> at a certain point it's just like it, it comes down to, to what you see especially with the national team and it's just kind of tough uh yeah and 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 like the thing is is that like it would be it would be harder to um to to like ju- to, to like shit on him if p-funk wasn't does didn't give the 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 dissimilar vibe right like p-funk does give that vibe of a i'm going to i'm going to bury um, and maybe it's it's just yeah. because he is like a a like pure old school Josie Altador number nine. Um, is Josie Altador the best reference there? 
No, I think they're a different player. Maybe Ride, like young, maybe. young Josie, but like old Josie wanted to like combine and connect and drop super. Deep. No, I'm talking. Like, I'm talking. I'm talking young Josie. Like he's like Brian McBride, where he just like wants to just like go. So just would you say in this scenario, Lukaku. like like Josie was on a vacation far away? From what I'm talking no, about. No, stop, stop. Right, I'm going to put myself in timeout for a second. I mean, uh, Pifak hasn't really been scoring either. He hasn't, he doesn't have a, I just looked it up real quick. He doesn't have a goal. He hasn't scored in a month. I mean, yeah. I know he is playing for the best team in the Bundesliga. So that gives him a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, uh, the prime East there. Germany. They, they, uh, they were watching his minutes for a few weeks there, weren't they, too? Because I thought that they thought he might be a little bit injured. So they took him, uh, they were subbing him early, pretty early. Yeah, he set out uh, the Bayern Munich game, I think, maybe. That sounds right. I think one, maybe it was a cup game after that. Maybe that's how I'm getting confused. Yeah, oh, yeah, he set out, a, I got it in front of me. He set out the uh, Europa League. That's it. Okay. Uh, strangely, the one German league I consistently, or German team I consistently watch is for some reason Union Berlin. Yeah, well. I don't know. Honestly, how it's I been a little bit of slim pickings trying to watch Americans these days. Like Reina doesn't start, Pulisic doesn't start. Like I don't know, Musa's been injured. Basically, you're watching Joe Scally and Jordan Pifak. The exact yeah, hold on, hold on. I, for I, I took myself out of timeout for a second to point out that Jordan Pifak had an assist in his last game. He did. He, said he didn't, didn't score. score he didn't say. Yeah, yeah he I know, but like contribute. you know, but you know, you're, you're you're sort of making an argument by omission there. Like he's still he's still doing the thing. I watch TV. You only report the facts that ma- that help you. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Um, we, what is it? We report. You decide. Um, that's a, <laughs> that's an old reference. <laughs> um, so I I think the thing is like just as it relates to striker discourse because that's what we're doing these days. Um, like. Josh Sargent is probably hurt, which is cool. Ricardo Pepe has scored six goals in six games in Belgium. Yep. Yep. Uh, Netherlands. Ne- Netherlands. Oh, just fucking combine them already. Right. Um, Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Not even I, close. I, I, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Like <laughs> at, at me, you very robust military historians. Actually, you know what? There is a pretty big difference between Amsterdam and whatever the hell Belgium is doing. So fine. Let's be honest. Everybody turned this podcast off about 15 minutes ago. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Let's be honest. Nobody's turned on the podcast yet. <laughs> well, I mean, that's temporally true. No. Temp- yeah. I mean, it is no, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> I know. I know what you guys are both saying. I'm still disagreeing. Technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. That yes, is. Thank that you, is, Struffy. That is, that is the. <laughs> I know this is like a super like American thing, and I have an appreciation for this. But like, man, when you like start looking on a map at just how goddamn close everything is to each other in Europe, <laughs> it's, it's Somerset Mall, man. It is Dude. Somerset Mall. I'm like, oh, there, there's Amsterdam. Wait, wait, wait how's Dortmund right there? Is that like drive? Like, oh, wait, what? So and it like, turns it takes, out it takes you 14 hours to get across Texas, but you can get from Belgium to France in a half an hour. Uh, it turns out that Dortmund can be that close to Amsterdam. Uh, be might be relevant for certain uh, military tactics. If perhaps you were trying to get very quickly from Germany to France, uh, mm-hmm. you might want to go through that area um, hypothetically. But more directly, what I want to talk about is all of the beauty and wonder that comes with subscribing to 
television services that provide you access to sports. Hey, everybody. Uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably, Chelsea, no, PSG, come on. Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us, and more fire in soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Moist. time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Golazo. All right. You guys want to talk about something other than XG discourse, which we didn't even really get into because I can't focus right now. <laughs> I'm super excited that Pepe's like scoring goals confidently. And you kind of mentioned yeah. earlier how, um, Sometimes when when a striker when they hit the ball, it, they just have that look to them. Like uh, Lewandowski is a great example. Holland's a great example where like the ball just explodes off their foot. And, and yes, you see more highlights than not, but like Pepe, also I think he hits the ball really well. Like when he's in form, when he's feeling it, he just has a different look to him than Ferreira. Um, I, uh, this is getting alarmingly close to a, a non-satirical look at that scene from Moneyball. Um, where no, we're see- just repeating what we said. We're just repeating. If you guys go back and listen to all of our Josh Sargent episodes from last season. Uh, it ends <laughs> when he wasn't being, scoring. Like, almost, yeah, it's pretty much the exact same thing as Ricardo. Well, we're just I mean, we're putting this on a one-year take away. I Next was year, about- it'll be Jesus's turn. I was about ready. I was about ready to be done with Pepe. With the I last was ready to be video. done. But yeah. you know what? <laughs> Give me the guy scoring goals. Like we've talked about this before, but the uh, the best Altidore ever looked at the, the U.S. MNC was not when he was playing in the Premier League. It was no. when he was knocking goals in in the Netherlands. So yeah. there's something to be said for playing at a high enough level and having confidence going in. So you know yeah. what? Just somebody needs to freaking score goals. I don't care who it is. If it's Pepe, but then because the the roster gets announced November 9th, right? Correct. Yeah. So we really can't choose who our striker is until like November 7th. So we just have to watch and see who's scoring goals going into November because none of these guys can ever consistently be going at once. They all have to go on like perfectly staggered. Well, it's three of the four of Pepe, Sargent, Pifak, and Ferreira. And Ferreira is the only one that I'm confident is there for sure, for sure. Yeah. Which is kind of wild, right? Yeah. yeah, three uh, three weeks out from the announcement of the uh, of the roster, we don't know who three out of our two of two of our three strikers are. 
Um, <laughs> we don't know who our starting right good, center back good. is. You only need one striker, though. So yeah, you know. true. We we have you way bigger issues. Yeah, <laughs> only if you're a coward. Uh, true. You can have two. We can't, but some All people right. do. Game game one against Wales. Who is starting next to Walker Zimmerman? You. <laughs> Actually, I have I have I have a confident answer. I know precisely who is going to be starting next to Walker Zimmerman, and you can take this to the bank. Barring injury, it will be Serginho Dust. Hmm. No. <laughs> no. He will cowardly, be next to him. He will cowardly. be next to him at right black. Back. Ooh. See, the funny thing is, I'm not even sure that that's true because maybe Greg fucks around and starts in the left back. Oh no. What what is that? What does that see, mean about finding out? See, yes, oh, what you no, he loves the Robinson. Is yeah, he back to healthy? Uh, no, that's why he might be a left back. I no. mean, the, the answer is what? Uh, Aaron Long, who sucks and isn't going to be playing. Chris Richards, who might suck. We don't know because he never plays and is not playing. Uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers, who plays and plays well. That's fine. Eric Palmer-Brown, who is, is stuck in 1997 and playing in Europe for me because I can't watch him. I get random reports that say that he played well or not, and I have no idea if it's true. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think CCV is my first choice right now. He's captaining. He's captaining his side, like he his plays Champions League side. You know who else is a center back who often is a captain of their team, who happens to also be in the English Premier League? Is it Tim Ream? Is it oh, Austin Trusty? It's, it's Uncle Tim Ream. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to start calling him Uncle Tim Ream. Do you need? I, do we need to go back to the earlier discourse from? Uh, earlier in this episode where Asa said I have a very short answer for this question. No. <laughs> um, Still no. Still no. For, for Tim Ream. It's going to be Aaron Long, guys. It's going to be Aaron no, Long. No, we all it's, know that. I know. It's Aaron Long. It doesn't. It just doesn't matter. But the sooner we come to grips with that, the easier it is to deal with. Because when I said that, Ben's head immediately dropped down and Kevin just <laughs> stared off into the distance like, Jesus Christ, I have to go to war again. It doesn't matter. We're just going to outscore teams anyways. <laughs> we are a robust offensive we side. We don't have a striker! <laughs> or score yeah. goals, like ever. Yeah, but we have wingers who... Um, are fast? Some of them are. One of them is. Uh, oh, oh, speaking of wingers... Um, it appears that Leeds fans actually love Aronson and, and Adams, which makes my heart really happy. Like, yeah. like maybe it's because of like how Pulisic has been treated um, by his Aronson. English fans. Aronson got his own song. Yeah, Aronson got his own song. And I, I think Leeds fans like really love Tyler Adams, which I Tyler. get, obviously. I love Tyler Adams, but like they really seem to love him. He plays great. He is perfect yes. for the way they want to yes. play. Yeah, he's also kind of a shithead, and Leeds is like famously a uh, fan of shithead hooliganism. So, yeah, no, no, no. I'm cool. not saying that's correlated. No, but correlation it's, is not causation. It's like how we like in Detroit, and I swear to God, we mentioned Darren McCarty in every fucking episode of the show. <laughs> or like, Bob Probert. Or Bob Probert. Um, uh, actually, did you guys watch Shorzy? Both of those guys got mentioned in a Shorzy episode. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Uh, for I, you guys should watch Shorzy. Hulu doesn't sponsor us, but if they did, I would tell you to watch Shorzy and Letter County and probably what we do in the shadows, which is a phenomenal show on FX, um, that people really should watch. Um, you trying to get it you, saved? 
I, it doesn't need to be saved. It could get canceled after every season, and I would still be like, "Well, that was a perfect show," and I yeah, don't need any more. <laughs> they they live their lives one episode at a time, always assuming the axe is coming down. Like the one with the one with Mark Hamill, where they just had everybody else fuck off for an entire episode. But yep, like that's not something you do if you know you're getting renewed. <laughs> it's it's like, and we we come back to this example a lot. Um, but it's um, it's like when Boy Meets World in the middle of season three was like, "Oh, we're gonna get." we're going to get canceled and they stopped giving you lessons. They're just dicking around about things, um, which is how we get episodes like, and then there was Sean and how you get in what we do in the shadows, an episode where, um, well, Wesley Snipes shows up as blade, but he has a bad, he has a bad uh, computer connection. And so he, the entire joke is that he's at a meeting, but he can't connect via zoom. And that's it. That's the entire joke. And there is no payoff. <laughs> the joke they, is that he's in prison yes thank you for explaining it <laughs> like demolition man style uh blade style because blade was a day well wesley snipes in prison he was the one frozen in ice and yeah, no no in no it's like an actual life where he evaded taxes then had to go to jail for like four years oh i was unaware oh, of this ben was not aware that wesley snipes is in prison <laughs> he's actually in jail not anymore he still is yeah. Oh. No, yeah, 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 he got he got busted for tax evasion because he didn't claim taxes on like a dozen international movies. Oh. Was he rooming Which, with like Martha Stewart? Or? I was gonna say I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but like if there's filmed evidence of you not being <laughs> in the country and earning wages, it's pretty easy to prove. Yeah, there's video. Um, they know. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Um. Uh, this was Wesley all, you said this because Darren Carter or Darren uh, Darren McCarty, McCarty, right? Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the shithousery <laughs> of uh, of yeah, this is a good episode. I'm, I'm proud of this one. This is like the inverse of the Dungeons and Dragons episode, which was like very, very well thought out, and I actually had a plan for. And this one was just like, I don't know, man. Um, but pure tangents. Pure tangents. Um. Oh, actually, Tyler Adams brings it's me to chicanery. No, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Tyler Adams brings me to a point that that is sort of a problem. You know how like there's an uh, an element of our fan base that is like, if you don't try to prove yourself at the highest level, you'll never be as good. Blah 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 blah. blah. Luca Delatore hasn't played since he moved to Spain. Good yeah. job, guys. I'm blaming you. If if fans if fans can can get credit for like having good takes, you all get credit for this shitty take that's saying, well, why doesn't he just go to La Liga? Matthew Hoppy still hasn't recovered. That's all y'all felt. Matthew Hoppy must be a humongous dick, by the way. Nobody likes him. He's the John Brooks of strikers. <laughs> I mean, so, no coach. Like, he's not even making the roster for Middlesbrough. Like, oh, they just got a new manager. He might have a shot until that I guy. I mean, he's going to hate him. Ass. Yeah, no, no. But, like, there's, like, a time period where, like, like for That's any coach. the honeymoon phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For any coach, any kid who's an ass, for the first, like, month, it's like, no, no, no. He's, he's got fire. He's 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 a... Uh, he, he wants to lead by example. And then like he's a and, gamer. Yeah. And then like a month in after he tries to blackmail and extort his teammates, you're like, no, no, no he's just a dick. Um, <laughs> but if he's good enough, he'll, you know, go down the door. I was actually going to bring up Luca De La Torre earlier when we were talking about Jordi Mihailovic wondering internally. Um, obviously, I'd say Luca's probably almost a lock for the roster or very close to it. And Jordy is obviously very much out. Like, how different are those two players actually? Because I feel well, like Jordy also had like good appearances for the U.S. and like it just didn't matter. 
and he got sent back to Montreal. I have a theory. No. One of them has a, a name that is very easy to spell, and one of them has a name that's impossible to spell. And Greg Berhalter, as evidenced by his first name, can't really spell. So I think, like, maybe mm. he just, like, has... Never mind. Think- Cosine. 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 <laughs> like, I, I, I think probably one of the big issues that Haji Wright has is that, like, it's a difficult name to spell. But it's also- like four letters. Mihailovich yeah, was but like, like because it's a dialect, like like you could spell Haji three or four different ways. Mm, okay. Mihailovich was actually set to get a chance. Was it last summer? Yeah, I forget when it was, but then he got injured right before the window. Yeah, it was before and the then, September window. Yeah, and then, and then that I think was he had a good it. he had like a good January camp, but then like never got called in again. I thought there was something with that. I don't know. I he like was still him. At, like fairly strong also, midfield health at the January after the January window right that's it was after that window that everything started falling apart yeah and also I think like they wanted to play him as that like sort of like winger role um even though he's played pretty centrally for yeah you know most of his time in Montreal well he was was part of the system really early on when Greg was playing two tens Remember yeah. that? Like at the very yeah, beginning, he had like the inverted right back and like the two dual tens playing. And then he, I don't know, he never did a ton in those positions. And then by the time he started playing well, he kind of got injured at a bad time. And as we know, time in the system is the most Everything. important thing, except for being able to play a high line or something. Something, something, <laughs> high line, something, something system, something, something. Oh. In your in your pre pre uh, World Cup camp, you were surprised that your guys didn't know the system. Shocking, shocking. Not, to, not a club. Not, not to be that guy, but uh, it also guy. looks like Jesse Marsh might be available uh, in sometime in early 2023. Maybe uh, Pellegrino Matarazzo will be. Yes, that's for sure. Um, just saying. Like, I, I actually think we could do much worse than. Um, is he an advisor yet? Why isn't he an advisor? Why isn't, yeah, why isn't he an, an analyst for Alabama yet? Like, I would love it. Like, I think given that Alabama just lost a game, it could have won because they missed a field goal kick. Like, I think that Nick Saban's true failure as a coach is that he hasn't brought in Pellegrino Matarazzo to deal with their kicking. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope this gets caught, like, brought up on some Alabama message board. Um, if so, I want credit, Garrett. because They're I- handling <laughs> the loss really well, by the way. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I saw a post that said Nick Saban was washed up. Ah. Um, I saw a post that said that Nick Saban can play guitar. Oh, that was a good one. I saw one yeah. where they were mad that the referee was celebrating Tennessee's touchdown. I saw like, oh, the right. that. Was, that was a weird touchdown. one. <laughs> like, I think it was just like an awkward, like, I, I, I have my hands straight up. Uh, I should bring them down now. <laughs> I, think, I think he was just proud of getting himself for getting the call right. Uh, Speaking of pride and getting the call right, uh, I want to give a a big shout out to the referees in the um, Air Force UNLV game. Uh, One of them went up (laughs) to the stands to uh, to shit talk the bench or to shit talk the band for playing while Air Force was on offense. Air Force was up 35 at that point. (laughs) Way to keep on top of things. Uh, By the way, I'm so proud of my eight-year-old son. We turned on Navy for a little while. And uh, he was like, Daddy, they're my second favorite team now after Michigan because they play really weird. I'm like, yeah. yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. That's, see, that, you know what? The, welcome to the committee. Uh, <laughs> they play weird. Uh, ben, ben's son gets it because yep. it's not about winning. It's about being funny. 
Like, look, if, if you want, if you want good soccer, go be a fan of France or Germany. No, Ben, what you should do is you should pull up YouTube videos of Georgia Tech when uh, Demarius Thomas or Calvin Johnson was there. <laughs> Make sure to specifically point out those two and be like NFL Hall of Famer, pro, uh, all Pro Bowl every year, throws them six passes a year. Yeah, that doesn't get brought up enough, by the way. How the hell did Calvin Johnson end up on Georgia Tech? I think it's one of the. It's it's if we. That's an indictment of Georgia's offensive. uh, Mark Richt, like the way that that what what happened was Calvin Johnson looked at Mark Richt and he looked at Paul Johnson. He was like, "I'm going to go with Paul Johnson, guys." (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't leaving Georgia, apparently. Right, apparently, I. I mean, like the thing is, is that like you have to imagine at some point Calvin Johnson in well, it was what he was he was being recruited in what two thousand five, two thousand six. So like, you could go to a declining, heavily Florida school. You could go to Florida itself, but I think like Calvin Johnson, based on what I know about him, is like he was like a fairly straight laced guy, like like pretty intelligent, fairly straight laced. He was not going to go to Urban Meyer era Florida. <laughs> well, let's point out though that he Jeez. was not. I'm not sure if you guys knew this. He was not the Georgia player of the year, his senior year, uh, because he lost the award to Sean McVay. Uh-huh. I don't funny. think Calvin was that highly recruited. I mean, I, I know he was I, like. I have his, he was, I, I have his profile of her and I'm looking at it. He was like, he was 20, number 23 in the class. I mean, he was a five star. Oh, he was right. a five-star wide receiver who went to a who triple Georgia option. Tech. <laughs> this was a, a six-four, two hundred twenty-pound guy that could run a four-three. Also, after Demarius uh, Thomas, so there was an exact blueprint of this is how we're going to use the you. He watched that game tape and was like, "Yeah, that works for me." All right, let's go, Kevin. Who are his finalists? Do you have this up? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, so he was also in a class, number one player in the class that year. This guy named Adrian Peterson, who didn't turn out mm. to do much. Um, okay. Number 18 in the class, everyone's favorite quarterback, Chad Henney. Sure. Um, but, Still playing. But, <laughs> uh, let's see. Calvin's finalists as a prospect were. Googling things on the air. <laughs> I, I, it's hard about to say. the sport it, we're not it, supposed it, to be talking it, about right It shows now. Georgia Tech, Georgia, Miami, <laughs> and Notre Dame as like the top four that are not in it. Okay. So his top four that were a declining Miami, a horrendous era Notre Dame, because remember this was Brody uh, or uh, Brady Quinn era or Jimmy yeah. Clausen era, um, Georgia under Mark Richt and triple option. And he looked at those three schools and said, triple options. Fine. Maybe he's just bad well, at picking teams to be on. <laughs> That's actually he maybe he likes he losing. Didn't choose hold, the on, lions. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's true. That was forced upon him <laughs> by the un-American NFL draft. I mean, look, some some have greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness. Some have greatness foisted upon them. It also works for failure. Some are born <laughs> failures. Some choose failure, and some have failure foisted upon them. I don't know. I'm pretty and, sure after five years, he could have gone wherever he wanted. Yeah, he chose us. He chose this. He knew what he was doing. He seems to still like Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no. I thought I thought that they screwed him out of like four million dollars, and he refuses to talk they, to them. I'm talking about like the back. city, not the franchise. They oh, paid the him back. Oh, they paid him back. Yeah. Because oh, they got horrible press. Everybody was like, "What do you mean? You have like billions of dollars?" Uh, Ford family are broke, boys. That's my that's my theory. Um, soccer. Uh, <laughs> Austin trustee should go to Qatar. Um, 
I don't even believe that. I'm just. We're saying. not bringing no. any left-footed center backs. Brooks, why Rusty, and Reem are you? out. Yeah. Why Nobody, would you bring with a left peg? Two like that's the crazy thing is that we could bring two in-form left-footed center backs, and it wouldn't like it would be hard to justify, right? It's not like you're like reaching on either of these two. Um, uh. Trusty is a game in game out starter for a playoff challenging championship level team. I cannot believe he's right. good. Fine. By the way, I'm no, never, I, I, I'm never I, giving I'm an so player again. Dead ass wrong about that. <laughs> I thought he was trash. Who Trusty? Yeah, yeah. Colorado. I thought he was like serviceable MLS center back level. Like that was it. He so he was like a he was a kind of a, a a he was a good prospect in Philly. They had like a catchphrase for a while, like trusty the process with him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he never he never launched part of it maybe is because he came to the Rapids. Like I don't know how you could launch your career in MLS <laughs> playing for that franchise. You can't. But he but he didn't tur- he didn't take that step where all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's like a Zimmerman, you know, fringe MLS best eleven center back he was just a dude yeah but, i mean he wasn't good enough to play for philly so i let him go like right like they looked at they looked at at him and brandon craig and said like this is the guy we're gonna pin our future hopes on and here we are right um yeah i was dead ass wrong about him hey. um but you know unlike other people like we admit to our failures on this podcast like failure to pay attention failure to stay on task um, but seriously, you should bring Reem and Trusty and Cameron Carter-Vickers and Walker Zimmerman, and I think you'd be fine. Is there any chance CCV actually starts next to uh, no. next to Zimmerman, no. or is it just long? It's just long. Maybe a roll's ankle. I hate to do that, but <laughs> don't, don't get like seriously injured. Just like can someone Nancy weeks. Kerrigan him? <laughs> so don't, don't put that. Don't put that into the. <laughs> I'm not. Nobody look, I'm it, asking man. questions. There's crazy I can, no, people look. out there. Joe Rogan has established that you can't be held liable if you're just asking questions. <laughs> Alex Jones has proven that's not true. That's he made not, declarative statements. Possible. He declarative statements. I'm not making declarative statements. I'm saying, why wouldn't somebody? And the answer to why wouldn't somebody Nancy Kerrigan him is it's illegal and you shouldn't do illegal things unless it's tax fraud. Then you should okay, do that. It's not, it's not. Okay. The issue is that it's illegal. Is that it's morally I don't know. Like, look, morality is weird. And I'm just saying, like, get into this. my morality says you don't kneecap someone, but there's a very popular uh, moral theory called utilitarianism, which said that which is the most good. And I, mean, I don't know, man. What, what, what problems could that possibly lead to? Uh, I can't think of any uh, off the top of my head, but I'm also dumb and not thinking very clearly at the moment. Um, please, I, I don't think we have enough listeners who who are close to Aaron Long, but like we don't actually want him to get injured. Yes, we want we we want him to to Zach Stefan, um, where he pretends to be injured to save himself some dignity and, and embarrassment, um, because he will get humiliated by Harry. Kane what if what if we uh what if everything we're speaking into existence turns into a monkey paw and Aaron Long actually gets busted drinking the first night there in Qatar? I mean, like oh, I guess out of home. What's the monkey paw there? And he's also if drinking. He's also drinking in Qatar. He's going to jail, not home. Yeah, uh, that's no. the monkey paw. Hold on, hold on. Did you guys see that they? Uh, there was a no. uh, Qatar. Yeah, Qatar had a thing where they were like, "We're going to have special zones for people who are drunk to quote sober up," and like everybody's comment was like, "Did you just? Yeah. Did you just invent the drunk tank?" <laughs> They're catching the, up because Philly has reply, that. The one person's reply I saw was like, <laughs> "Be clear, it's jail." 
<laughs> that's what I thought. I figured say they're gonna they're just gonna airlift the link from Philly, South Philly over to like, that's where you go when you're drunk and you've been bad to Santa. Uh yeah, and, and I mean I I feel like the, the response there is just like ah home. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Like there's a bunch of fans from Anfield who are like, why does this place feel so comfortable and familiar? <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw that, but um Pep Guardiola uh, was pelted with coins uh, over the weekend at Anfield and uh, the Philly response to and, and Pep Guardiola was like, they need to work on their aim. They didn't hit me. And uh, Philly correspondent of the pod, Tim was like, well, they should get their aim better. <laughs> Did you see, uh, you know how like it's a thing now where like as players are entering the field, there's like a question they're all supposed to answer. Yeah. No, yeah, Philly did it. And when Jim Curtin walked by, it was like question was like, who do you think it could beat one on one? He was like, what do you mean in a fight? <laughs> I was like, no, Jim, it means soccer. But I, I respect the answer. But Philly. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you know. Hey, he got introduced to team, Philly real teams quick. Mirror, teams mirror their fan bases, just like Darren McCarthy. <laughs> Yeah. I don't really want to be represented by Darren McCarty. Is that okay? It, what, would, would you prefer Bill Lambier? <laughs> because or the option Probert or Bob Probert or uh, I, I actually think like our representative from the Lions, like spiritually, is is someone who we're all cool with. So, um, Barry Corey Schlesinger, obviously. Oh, okay, <laughs> Jason Hansen. It actually yes. is Jason Hansen. Yeah, just keep on sh- look. Keep your head down. Keep showing up to work. Eventually, you'll get that pension. <laughs> it's like Jason Hansen is actually an assembly line worker's dream. It's like he put in his 25. He got to retire. He got to move out to, uh, let's Man. be honest, like Romeo. Or... And he's Did still better than whoever the current kicker work is. For 25 years? God, that sounds so great. How are you doing, Kev? <laughs> uh, doing good. Doing well. Uh so um Gio Reyna played some soccer. He played well. Josh Sargent's hurt. Uh if Gio Reyna can stay healthy for a year straight. Him and Jude Bellingham are going to City together or they're gonna go to whatever Madrid PSG whatever. together yeah. or whatever. Oh no, that sounds awful. Not <laughs> PSG. Yeah. But PSG is the worst, but yeah. He's not still real just... Madrid either. Yeah, the, I prefer not Madrid. The new Madrid they just won the Champions League. What are you talking about? Biggest club in the world. Yeah, based on the, down, the, the, downside the downside to Americans being kind of good now in certain cases is you have to root for really crappy teams. Yeah, like, I can't believe I have to root for Chelsea occasionally. Oh, so, so I so so it turns out you you can root against them most of the time now that they don't play Christian. That is oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I don't have a mental flip. Like when I see that they're like losing and he's not on field, so I'm good. always like huh. good. And then they like, snub him off at sixty, <laughs> and then they like give up a goal. And I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> ah, Donald Glover and Community or on on stage. It's been good, good, good. <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing is that it's like it's very easy with Chelsea, where it's like, is he? It's it's like it's like a very simple decision tree. Um, is 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 Christian playing? If yes, want win. If no, want loss. Uh, so that's nice. Like same with uh, Matt Turner uh, and and Arsenal. Um, also, I have to tell you, uh, I have it on good authority that Arsenal fans really like Matt Turner, um, which is yeah. nice. Um, At the back he's playing really well. He's playing really well. Like he in that Europa League game, he had like a really nice save, um, which is like for all of us is like, well, yeah, that's what he does. Um, but like, I think all of them were like, oh, 
wow, he's a goalie who keeps the ball out of the back of the net. That's awesome, um, which is cool. Um, but I'm, I'm going to um, uh, do something that I never do, which is I'm going to cut this episode short because it is midnight and um, I am shaking from a lack of food and an overdose of caffeine. Um, so uh, does anybody have any final by, thoughts? You're cutting it short by four minutes. I didn't remember what time we started. Uh, I wrote it down. I got it. It's in the chat. Um, yeah, it's in the chat. Um, as I said, I'm doing great. Uh, I, I it, it turns out when I, I, I'm going to end the episode in a second, but it turns out when you take off two days a week for holidays for like a month straight and you come back and you're finally like back in normal mode, um, you have to work like 13 hour days to catch up. And, uh, and that happened today. Um, so I've been up since like 5 a.m. my time uh, doing stuff and such yay anyways you Thank can find you for... <laughs> anyways uh does anybody have any final thoughts on soccer or rob probert or uh community or metropolis i guess i'm really excited to watch this redeem team documentary oh yeah that'll be good um, i'm looking forward to that yeah that'll be good you guys should watch that scene from metropolis i'll, I'll send it to everybody and then uh if somebody else if, if somebody else is like hey that's sort of interesting i'll i'll post it in the uh on the Twitter. Uh, dear listener, if you want to do that, then you can, or if you want to see that, you can follow us at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Uh, you can find Kevy Case on Twitter at Kev underscore Kwiatkowski. I don't think there's an underscore. I think it's just one word. Uh, you can find him on Reddit at user Kev Kwiatkowski um, uh, or something else. I don't know what his username is. You can find <laughs> Benny at BL Herald or at halfspaces.com. Um, true. Uh, you can find... Uh, my uh, co-host Napoleon Gregg uh, at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. You can find me at Diamonds Esquire. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, Blue Wire, uh, whoever Blue Wire decided to put in, Paramount Plus, um, and Pabst. You're going to sponsor us one day. It's not up to you. It's up to us. Um, Instagram, some pithy joke. I don't know. I'm too tired. Uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local um, German Impressionist fan. I don't know if there are many where you're, you're listening, but if there are, you know, tell us up. We're, we're down for the cause. Um, obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. We'll see you. Podcast Network.